Uh, somebody that uh, is a pretty accomplished author in his own right is a New York Times best-selling author, the co-anchor of Fox and Friends, nationally syndicated radio talk show host, and a guy that has more jobs than uh, than I can imagine. More more jobs than an illegal immigrant struggling to make his way in the United States. Uh, Brian Kilmeade. Brian, it is great to talk here with legally, you again. Uh, for the record, here legally. So, well, so so you claim he, he doesn't TSA. sleep. We're not no testosterone. We're not we're not able to uh, we're not able to ask. Um, All right, Brian, uh, we see now Chris Christie jumping into the race for president. Looks like Mike Pence is jumping into the race for president. It's still, according to the national polls, it still looks like it's uh, it's Trump's to lose at this point. If you were handicapping this race, and I know you were just in Florida, you were in DeSantis country, you've covered the Yunkin phenomenon before anybody knew who Yunkin was. Who do you think is the third most likely person to be the Republican nominee for president at this point? Well, that's a great question. Tim Scott uh, and uh, the other one, and I say this every week, uh, don't go to sleep on Nikki Haley. And I just think that, you know, Nikki Haley, for the most part, has been uh, positive about Trump, pick her spots when she has to. Uh, but she's got the international and the governor's experience. And Tim Scott's relentlessly positive and informed. So I think they both got great work ethics. I don't think there's anybody in Iowa Nikki Haley hasn't met since she declared in February. So probably those two. I mean, all due respect to Mike Pence, I have no idea why he'd open up with the town hall on CNN. No one watches him. No one likes him there. All the questions will be our Trump and documents. It makes just no sense. So why start off on the wrong foot intentionally? At least you could say that. Ron DeSantis made a mistake, you know, where the tech problems were out of his control. That was really Elon Musk's group that made a mistake. This is this is ridiculous because there's not exactly one question about Mike Pence, nothing about his family, nothing about his trajectory. It's going to be, did you have the documents? What do they ask you in closed-door settings? What was it like January 6th? Why didn't the president come to your aid? So the field's going to expand, but I love the this – the start that Ron DeSantis got uh, got off to in Iowa. I mean, running through things, relating it to Iowa, got it. Going to New Hampshire today, understand it. Uh, also going at Trump, but not sticking with it, not dwelling. Of course, Florida did better than New York uh, when it came to the pandemic. You and I lived this. Right. Oh, Donald no. Trump I mean, it was ridiculous. attacking Ron DeSantis on that. It was uh, absolutely ridiculous. Let me ask you about another name that when I utter this name just now, it will be the first time that a lot of our listeners around the country have heard it. And that is uh, the the governor of North Dakota, Doug Burgum. He's apparently jumping into this race for president. Evidently, he's got a lot of personal wealth, which you can't discount. Um, What do do we know about Governor Burgum and, and where do you think his candidacy goes, if anywhere? I don't think I don't know anything about him, but you know you two, you, you're also from great wealth, so you probably hang out with him <laughs> in North Dakota, and you want me to use my time to promote him because you rich guys all stick together, and according to Bernie Sanders, don't pay any tax. That's right. That's right. You're on to me. How, how much time do you think that, this is, Obi uh, uh, Brian? How much time do you think they have to uh, get into the race now? As we look at Democrats and Republicans with a February. Well, the um, only one real left is Sununu, correct? I mean, well, who else is I mean, jump in? yeah, I mean, uh, I, again, the big question mark with Yunkin. That's the uh, that's the other one. But yeah, you're right. Other other other, other well, the than word from Yunkin is if it all falls apart, he jumps in in September, and meaning that those cases become overwhelming and Trump uh, leaves, leaves or starts polling terribly, then he gets in. 
They were but I think a lot of people just say, you know, I'm young, I'll wait. That's Youngkin's situation. Plus, I think Youngkin's got to get the report card going. I think he's got to rack up a few gubernatorial wins. I mean, DeSantis had momentum by now. This guy's been in the office for two years, really competent, smart, uh, energetic, got it. But where's the wins? But with in the Democratic side, too, you've got the same type of calendar with the primaries. How long do the Democrats have to get in? And then, you know, Frank and I were talking off air a little bit. You basically have a Democratic nominee by April, if not a little earlier, and a convention in August. What happens if something happens along the way and somebody just isn't able to fulfill things for a campaign between the primaries and the convention? Very simple. 1-800-KAMALA-HARRIS. She is the she is the wild card. She's the ace. She's the goose gossage to come in and close it down. I mean, she is uh, so talented, so quick on her feet, so conversant in the issues. Uh, with a great performance she's done over the last two years, she steps right in there. Brian, let me ask you about, and maybe this uh, is, of course, it, I'm being sarcastic. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have no I, idea. I was what looking at Frank. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, that's the only she's their only option. I mean, they're screwed. What they're hoping for is Donald Trump to get the nomination and people to look at Joe Biden and and his Rose Garden strategy, let his surrogates go out there and campaign for him and him produce. Now, number one, he's got divided government now, can't get anything done. Number two is he is seemingly getting worse every day and he's been less and less available. He's got a press conference, I think, next week. You know, he'll get juiced up for that somehow. But for the most part, on a daily basis, I mean, how do you explain? He did nothing in the debt ceiling negotiations. Can you imagine Trump having no role in debt ceiling negotiations? Yeah, lo- losing you there, Brian. We're going to try and uh, reconnect with uh, with Brian Kilmeade in a moment. Uh, Brian Kilmeade, you can, of course, see on Fox and Friends. And also he's on uh, One America on a show on uh, Saturday evenings that's just tearing it up. And he's been doing yeah. these live tours. Brian, we got you back. All right. Well, we'll 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 see if we can reconnect with uh, with Brian Kilmeade. The one thing that uh, uh, Brian, we have you now. Oh yeah, you never lost me. I don't know what happened. Okay. Well, we, we lost you. So you you were saying about uh, the the Democratic alternatives for Biden if Biden ends up uh, kind of being pushed out or not able to run. I mean, if you're a Democrat, I, I don't understand where the ambition is. Remember the years of Pat Buchanan says, oh, "I don't care about a sitting president. I'm running against." Uh, George W. Uh, George H. W. Bush. You know, I, I don't understand. Remember, Ted Kennedy won at uh, Jimmy Carter. And now Jimmy well, Carter Reagan was in the prime of his Ford. life. Yeah. Yeah. The prime of his life. And they just say, listen, I'm, he's terrible. I'm going to run against him. This guy's 80. And he's he's you know, the only person that makes him look young is Senator Feinstein. <laughs> so why would you not take a run at him? Does anyone have any personal ambition besides RFK Jr., who was in our building yesterday, by the way? But, you know, taking shots at Trump, which is kind of bizarre. Take shots at Biden. Tell me where you're different. But he's still got almost 20 percent. RFK is closer to Biden than most candidates, not named, uh, than every Republican candidate, not named Ron DeSantis is to Donald Trump. So if you are the governor of Kentucky, if you are the governor of Colorado, if you are a sitting senator right now who feels as though you have some promise, why would you not jump into the fray? Jamie Dimon yesterday yeah. came out and said, you know, I'm thinking about public service. I'm not sure if he's a Democrat or Republican, but he would be formidable, could step right in. You know, obviously businessmen can do it. He'd be much more organized uh, than Donald Trump. He'd probably have a, a, a big organization instantaneously. Why are you waiting? 
I mean, what 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 is going on here? Is, yeah, is it the mob, I think if the mob some decide to the nominee is right. I, I think if it's someone like Jamie Dimon runs, I, I don't really see a path for him in the Democratic or Republican primaries. I think he's more likely to try and run as the no labels uh, candidate or, or alternative. But we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Uh, Brian, I do want to ask you about uh, Trump's comments, rather inexplicable comments. I think uh, uh, attacking his own former White House press secretary, Kayleigh McEnany. Now I know Kayleigh a little bit. I knew her back when she was a law student, and I know she's a colleague of yours at uh, Fox News, so I don't want to put you in an awkward position, but um, she said on air that polling showed DeSantis was closing the gap on Trump in Iowa. Now, she was a very loyal soldier to Trump, not only in the campaign, but during his presidency and after his presidency, and Trump said Kaylee Milktoast McEnany just gave out the wrong poll numbers on Fox News. I am 34 points up on DeSanctimonious, not 25 up. The rhinos and globalists can have her. Fox News should only use real stars. And uh, he added using a derisive acronym, mean, uh, you know, uh, re- you use the term rhino, Republican in name only for people that don't know that. Um, I got to say, I think this really reinforces the things about Trump that even a lot of Trump supporters don't like. Can you explain this to me, Brian? They don't like the attacks on DeSantis, the ads, which are, you know, I mean, Donald Trump has not, you know, says, listen, that's my threat. That's why that's how I do it. Don't really agree with it. But I've never run for president before. But, it, you know, they seem quite personal with Kaylee. As I mentioned, uh, if he's upset with Kaylee, they are unbelievably tight and she's incredibly loyal. Call her. Just call her up and say, hey, Kaylee, you know what? You got the poll wrong. Uh, if you feel that way and or you're using the wrong poll. Uh, check this out, and here's the methodology. I mean, and she would come out, and she would probably say, you know, I talked to the foreign president last night. He said I was wrong about this. Let me explain it to you, because she's hosting a million shows. She's on outnumbered every day. But to attack her personally is a bridge too far. The thing is, too, she's one of the nicest, toughest people you will ever meet. And she is fair. And, and my analogy is this, and I said it to the foreign president. If Larry Bird got hired tomorrow to be an analyst on the NBA before the playoffs started, we all know he's pulling for the Celtics. But his job is to do analysis and call out the way the Celtics had fallen Mm -hmm. on their face losing two games at home. It doesn't mean he hates the Celtics. It means he's hired to do a job. Kaylee McEnany is hired to be an analyst and offer insight, not to push any candidate. And you lose all credibility when you do that. And the thing is, If you're President Trump, you don't want someone saying you walk on water every move you say is great because that means no move is great. That means you've removed objectivity to your comments. You make people want to turn the sound down when you talk because even if you want to vote for the candidate and the the analyst agrees with you, you want analysis. You know what you think. You want news. So if Kaylee McEnany comes out and says, listen, I see some movement for DeSantis on Trump, that's interesting. That's why you listen to her, because she's willing to put the viewer first. Our goal is for the listener and the show, not for anyone else. You know, obviously, uh, John Casamitidis, who uh, we work for, people that put you in place, but you're hired to do a job. So I don't understand why. I know the president personally gets offended when he feels people are being disloyal. But Kaylee does not work for him. 
No, I, I think uh, you've got a lot of that. That's right. When you work somewhere, what do you do? I, I did comment to Frank earlier on air about uh, what, what uh, Ambassador Grinnell had said, what Rick had tweeted out, kind of the ultimate defender of President Trump at this point, it looks like. That, uh, yeah, he, he came out and condemned Kaylee. Right. And his, his point was that she's been getting tougher and tougher on him along the way, which I guess is where the president's thinking at this point. But I think what you said is right. You have a job to do. If you took the job, you got to keep the job. And you owe it to the right. employer. And the thing is, too, what he does is has a pathway to her. And all these candidates call. You know, you talk to them on the planet. Hey, guys, I watched you last Thursday. I don't, th- you know, I don't think that's right. Or all your questions about Trump, there's more than two people in the field. You could pick up the phone, and I've gotten calls about that, you know, messages. By the way, there's more than two people in this field. There, you know, we have a bigger – uh, there's a bigger bullpen than that. Got it. I understand what you're saying. Um, you know, I'll be cognizant of that. But if you want to just go public and say Frank Morano once again, overnight show, acts like we don't exist and he's terrible. Why does anyone listen to him? Because you're not, ups- you're not happy with what he said. That that to me, you know, it's typical. You know, mm-hmm. a player might be unhappy with 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 the color analyst is saying with the team. You could say that, or you could go up to the analyst and say, "Man, you gave me a hard time the other day. You know, I laid off that pitch because I was told to take the pitch because there's going to be a hit and run, whatever it was." Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I I'm always with the, with Donald Trump. He's so good one on one. I would use his one on one skills <laughs> and just say, "Hey, Kaylee, what's going on here?" It seems like you're against me. Yeah, Just have no, it out. I, I thought that was absurd, personally. Uh, but um, speaking of baseball, Brian, and baseball comparisons, what's going on with the Dodgers? Uh, the Dodgers are in the crosshairs, including by some of their own players, for uh, honoring the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. This might be the first time some of our listeners are hearing about this. Well, what's the story? Why would they make such an unforced error like this? Well, I mean, the way I understand it, I'm late to this. It's Pride Month, and they thought it would be a good idea. But if you watched any of this, and again, it's probably a knucklehead just like the one at Bud Light who said, okay, these guys are hired me to be a marketing genius. Let me try to make my career now. So they put the transgender um, uh, cyber uh, social media influencer on there, and it destroyed their brand. They're no longer the king of beers. It's unbelievable what's happening at Target now. Who's the one who came up with this? Maybe it's their, you know, maybe it's Black uh, BlackRock that is their, you know, uh, is their number one financier. But now you have this mocking, this mocking of the Catholic Church, and they thought, what a great thing to do. Let's get a bunch of people who act blasphemously mocking Jesus on the cross, and let's put them up there for Pride Month. I guess they're popular in certain niches. We'll get the younger audience that hate Catholics. And then when they realize their mistake, they cut them. And the angel said, we'll bring him in. And then the Dodgers goes, we made a mistake, we'll bring him back. Mm. And then some one player after another, including, including Kershaw, came out and said, I'm offended. So now they're going to have Christian Day with the Dodgers. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's, uh, Who it's, wants Christian Day? It's crazy. Even Christians don't want that. Cardinal Dolan wouldn't want that. I am waiting for um, the episode of uh, Brian Kilmeade's One Nation where you honor the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. That'll be a rating. Coming demanded. up this week. Uh, outstanding. Uh, because they have a big social media following can get me ratings. Uh, it's my only choice. Brian, I'll see you at Talkers so, tomorrow, my man. Thanks as always. Uh, go get him, Frank. Thank you. The great Brian Kilmeade. Check him out on Fox and Friends. Hear him on radio. 15 seconds of fame. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight.
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 